Good morning. God bless you. It's podcast day. Pastor Rich here. I love you. Thank God for you. Let me pray for you. I got a, a message I want to get into quickly, but I don't know where you're at today, you know, mentally, physically, but I just want to pray a prayer of help and hope over you. So Lord, I thank you today as we get into your word. I thank you uh, that your message would be full of hope today. I thank you that your message would be full of help today. And I pray for every person watching today, Lord, may there be a, a day of peace. May this be a day of breakthrough in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, amen. God bless you. If you have your Bibles, your notepads, uh, get uh, get to them, open them up, go into Ephesians chapter 6. And I want to deal with today, uh, I've said this several times, it's just kind of stirring in me this morning in prayer, but uh, we fell under a, a great attack. Now, I'm not one of those guys that were always under a spiritual attack and you know, my life's miserable and Satan's attacking me, Satan, so on and so forth. And the reason I'm not is because the Bible says greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. So we know that we have the greater one. Another scripture in First John 5, 4, that we have the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Uh, so we know we can't have a wrong doctrine concerning, uh, the, you know, Satan and his demons. We have to understand that Satan it is a, a spirit, and he has an assignment. His assignment was given by himself to come against the body of Christ, uh, to try to deceive, lie, cheat, you know, distract the body of Christ. Uh, however, we have the greater one. We have greater tools, greater weapons, and on and on it goes. But it seems like uh, since the day this COVID demon washed up on our, or showed up on our shores, he didn't wash up, he showed up. Uh, it seems like a lot of us have, have gone under a, a spiritual, sort of a spiritual attack, a demonic attack. Uh, we, we've dealt with uh, depression, hopelessness, helplessness. Uh, we've wandered. A, a lot of people I, I've noticed have wandered from the word, have wandered from the truth, from the spirit, have wandered from their Christian lifestyle, and on and on it goes. Now, I want to say this in, in a prophetic sense. Uh, when this uh, demon was dispatched by Satan... Now, once again, I've said this through the last couple of years. Uh, this COVID was a Trojan horse to uh, what I believe was a well-planned attack against society, but especially targeting uh, righteousness. Now, in saying that, if we have a, a radical enemy and we're trying to still operate in a conventional church-type setting or conventional church you know, a action and attitude, uh, we're not going to win this battle. Uh, you know, I, I hate conventional church. Now, when I say that, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm not talking about moving the, the ancient landmarks of our forefathers. I'm not talking about uh, going outside of the landmarks that were set in Acts 2, 1 through 4 when the first church was birthed. I'm talking about uh, when man's strategies overtook the strategies of God's word and the spirit. And we begin to do things in a quote unquote religious sense, instead of allowing the Holy spirit who endeavors to work in all of our services, who, who endeavors to move and lead us and guide us daily. Uh, but we, when we started coming on, uh, on the scene with intellectual ideas, uh, plays programs, and they have their place, but they're not, they're not the place of power. Uh, but when, when that conventional uh, church mentality showed up, it worked for a while. But as the, these demon spirits are evolving in a sense, 
to understand how humanity works, how the, the body of Christ works, and so on and so forth. Uh, we too now need to go to new levels of faith. Uh, we we now, the body of Christ, we need to get serious. It's almost like we've been on cruise control for decades, that we've, we, we, we worked hard in the 70s, we worked hard in the 80s. Well, we can go back further. We laid a foundation, you know, in the spiritual sense, you know, in the, in the Pentecostal type movement in the 50s, 60s, the 70s, we moved hard, the 80s, we worked hard, the 90s, we were rocking and rolling, uh, you know, early 2000, then, then things begin to diminish. It's like we took a back seat. We're almost like we were riding that, that early wave out. Well, it, it's swelling again. The things of God are, tri- are, are swelling and building, and it's going to take a radical people to push back this radical uh, demon. So let's look at uh, the sixth chapter, 12th verse of Ephesians says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Now, once again, let's look at what's happening the last two, three years. Uh, if you're a uh, conservative believer concerning your political views, uh, even in a righteous conservative believer, uh, we even have slipped and or slipping out of and got into wrestling flesh and blood. Now, what I mean about that is evil is always backed by a demon spirit. So now I'm not giving people a, a, a pass on, on actions, but uh, they're pushed or they're led by or instructed by a demon power, demon spirit to act and operate uh, under evil or with evil uh, you know, actions. Now, the Bible says that we're not supposed to wrestle that flesh and blood, but we're supposed to engage uh, against the principalities, against the powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against the spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, the word high there uh, doesn't mean be, uh, beyond our ability. It means right over our head or, or in this atmosphere uh, right here with us. That's where the demonic atmosphere uh, is in the, in the first heaven here. Now, let's look at this. Paul reading up to this said, put the whole armor of God. I want to get into the armor of God today, but I want to get into we're contending with demon spirits and wickedness in high places, not flesh and blood. Uh, So if you're getting uh, frustrated and you want to engage in, in, you know, know, physically with somebody or something, uh, you'll lose that battle. That's not the battle that God intended for you to win in. God intended for you to win or your victory will always come in in the spirit realm. It'll manifest in the flesh, but it'll always uh, come in the spirit realm. Now, go with me to 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter, and the 3rd, 4th, and 5th verse. It says, Now, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are, are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of the stronghold. Now, let me rephrase and kind of amplify and, and, and open this up for you. Now, if we take Ephesians, that verse we just read, and we kind of you know set it on top of this, uh, we can say this: uh, We have weapons of mass destruction. As a believer, uh, our weapons are supreme to the weapons of darkness. Now, if we set down our spiritual weapons, those. Uh, you know, mass weapons of darkness, over darkness that God's given us, will become prey. Because you can't fight with natural weapons against spiritual weapons, all right? Now, he also goes here and he says, uh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So the the mighty weapons of God 
that we possess, we possess in the spirit realm. So when you get frustrated, uh, that's not a spiritual uh, attribute. Now, I understand we're a flesh being, we got some flesh attributes, so on and so forth. But you got to keep those things in check. When you get mad, uh, the Bible even says, be angry and sin not. So keep yourself in check. But if you get beyond those natural feelings or allow those natural feelings uh, to, to incite something in the spirit realm, uh, then you can engage a spiritual battle with spiritual weapons in the Bible where it says they're mighty through God. That means the mighty God shows up within those weapons, and we know we, he doesn't defeat Satan. He doesn't defeat the demon. He's already defeated them. So we can almost say it like this, uh, if you will. Uh, when those weapons appear, it's like the banner of victory is waved and he's telling Satan, no, you, you can't be here. You can't go here. I've already defeated you. You got to go. That's a mighty weapon. Come on now. Say amen. Now, let's go a little further. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the, to the pulling down. Or, or when it says pulling down, we can say to the destruction of the potential attack. I'll say it again. The, the, the weapons of God are mighty against the, 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 the possible or, or could be uh, attack of Satan, uh, they're brought to naught or they're, they're destroyed or, you know, destructed by the weapon of God. Come on now, this is exciting. Now, if if it feels like you're under attack, I'm giving you the answer. I'm giving you the weapon, the sword to, to yield, uh, you know, wield today uh, and to obtain victory. Uh, now, let's go a little further. Uh, this is a hard one. I, I've, I've taught and preached and emphasized this scripture from the very beginning, uh, even as a young Baptist boy. I've always loved this scripture. Casting down imaginations and every high thing. Whoa, hold on. Imagination. So in the spirit realm, this potential hurt becomes an imagination. And or uh, if you allow Satan to get beyond the reach that he should, you know, you should keep him at a distance with these spiritual weapons. But if you put your spiritual weapons down and Satan now gets into with a demon spirit and or ideas into close proximity to you, he'll get into your conscience realm, which is the realm of imagination. The problem with that is once something gets into your imagination realm, it gets into that, that realm of revelation where, where you're continually thinking about it. Uh, you're, you're, you're thinking about it. Uh, you're, you're meditating on another word. Uh, you're playing it over and over your head. You're creating pictures. You're creating images. Uh, that's a very, when something evil gets within that realm, you've been compromised. I, I hope I'm helping somebody. I, I'm getting, I feel like I want to run a lap or something around the office. A compromised uh, believer, that's not a demon possessed. A, a Christian cannot be demon possessed. Let's just deal with that. A, a, a born again believer, especially not, not especially like maybe he can, no, a born-again believer and a spirit-filled believer, neither can be demon-possessed. Once again, greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. Now, you can be suppressed with these imaginations. There's a suppression or a, 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 a bondage in a sense, or, a, 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 you know, you're being uh, constrained uh with an idea that you shouldn't have had in the first place because you had the weapon to thwart the attack. 
not only thwart, but but to put it down. When that word says uh, cast it down, that that mean that's dealing with death. I take that that I that potential idea with the weapons that God's given me, and I bring it and I mortify it or bring it to death. I set it down. It's dead. It's lifeless. It's, it no longer has ability. But once it gets past that, if I let allow it break that barrier and get into my imagination realm, now I got to deal with something. I got good news for you because a lot of people think these, uh, you know, they, these are deep principles, and you know, I got to go through just vigorous spiritual things to get free. One of the most uh, simplest, greatest uh, biblical truth to get free is understanding this. Now, once again, you're not possessed. You can't, a Christian can't be possessed. But uh, if you call on Jesus, the great deliverer, now you say, how do I call on him? Well, just talk to him. I mean, I, one of the greatest examples that I've ever heard and gave to you was when my pastor, Dr. Barclay, uh, spent time praying with one of his mentors and, and, and uh, fathers in the faith, uh, Lester Sumrall. And Lester Sumrall let him come into a personal private prayer setting with him. And he, Dr. Barclay has told me personally, and I've heard him share it, uh, but more so personally, he, he gave me the personal uh, encounter. And he said he learned one thing, he learned a lot, but the most, one of the most important things he learned from Dr. Seville, or, or Dr. Sumrall, was that he prayed as if, a God, if, if God was a man in the room. And now, now, now we're not belittling the, the greatness, the grandeur of our God, but uh, we we have been given the right through Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary to have a conversation with God, to talk, to listen, to hear, uh, you know, come on now. Uh, so I would say this to you, uh, talk to Jesus uh, as if he is your savior, he is, as, as if he loves you, he does. He has grace and mercy for you and talk to him as if he cares about uh, what you're going through, according to Hebrews, he does. He's been tempted with everything that we've been tempted with. He understands the feelings, the emotions, the attacks that we have to deal with. And if you call on Jesus, the deliverer, and say, Jesus, uh, help me. I shouldn't have gotten to this place. However I am, I need your help. I need you to lift this weight off of me. I need these imaginations to cease. I need you to help me pluck them out and cast them down. Uh, I take authority over them. As you begin to talk like that, authority will begin to rise up on the inside of you. Uh, glory to God. I hope once again, I'm helping somebody. Um, I don't, we're going to run out of time here in a second. Let me keep things where they're at. Now I was thinking this morning about the, the spirit realm, meaning the, the born again, man has, uh, the, the resurrected, uh, spirit. He also has the, the spirit of God, uh, that he gets on the cross of Calvary, which is a renewed man. But now there's an additional, the Bible talks about baptism, the baptism in the Holy Ghost. I just want to get this quickly because I have an example I want to share with you. And I think we can deem or define this as no more conventional Christianity or conventional Christianity just won't do. It's time for a radical wave of believers to stand up and not be ashamed, uh, radical believers that will stand up and say, I won't be hindered, I won't be hushed, I won't be silenced. Uh, I'm going to do what I, I was called to do. I'm going to do what I was created to do. And, and you know, I'm, I'm going to you know, just get an extreme uh, you know, anointing against Satan and his ways. Now, when you get the baptism of the Holy Ghost, 
Uh, years ago, I went. Uh, I, I love dove hunting. I haven't been in quite a while. Now, if you're an animal lover, you know I forgive you, but I like to dove hunt. And uh, we went dove hunting, and we went under uh, high high lines, high wire that has high or extreme electricity. And I remember we parked the vehicle, we got out, and you could hear the electricity in these high wires. I'm talking about the big power lines that that bring electricity from the east coast to the west coast. And on and on it goes. Well, you could hear just a, a, a buzzing. It's almost like the electricity was just jumping on these wires. Now, we know that it travels through the wires, but there was so much electricity. It was almost like it came out and was you know, wrapped around the wire and just, and just traveling. You could just tell there was energy there. And I started thinking about this today. As a spirit-filled believer, we should be so illuminated uh, with the power of God, because that, that's what the Bible says. You receive power when you receive the Holy Ghost. And you should be just buzzing uh, with authority, buzzing in the power of the Almighty. And, uh, you know, I, I, <laughs> you're not going to get high enough to touch those wires. But there are videos uh, where, you know, these extreme electricians or I don't know what they're, uh, linemen, touch them incorrectly, and they are zapped. Well, I'm telling you right now, if you, you get on fire for the things of God, uh, in a demon or a, a, a person driven by a demon, uh, comes in close proximity, they should be zapped with this great illuminating force, illuminating power of Jesus Christ that we receive in, in his name is the Holy Spirit. Jesus is the baptizer in the Holy Spirit. And it's going to take spirit-filled, spirit-charged, uh, bold, fearless, not ashamed, not afraid people in these last days to convey the message of Jesus Christ, the message of help and hope to a dying and, and a destructive world. I hope, uh, once again, I'm helping somebody today. Can you say amen? Now, uh, I want to get back to one more scripture. you got to be careful, and I'll, I'll end here. There's two ideas that came to me this morning, biblical ideas. One was in Jude, um, and we'll go there quickly. Uh, Jude, uh, right before uh, Revelation Say amen or something, right? Where you're watching from. Share this. Tell someone, hey, it's pretty good stuff. Listen to this guy. Uh, help us get the word out. I don't want to be famous. I just want to get God's word out. Amen. And I'll make reference to this. Jude 1 chapter, so Jude 10 and 20. But these speak evil of those things which they know not. But they that uh, uh, that know naturally as brute beasts in those things, they corrupt themselves. Uh, woe unto them, for they have gone the way of Cain, and ran greedily after the heir of Balaam, for the reward and perished in gainsaying of Korah. Now, the the way of Cain, I just want to make a reference to this. I'm going to close here. The way of Cain deals with rebellion, extreme rebellion. And this is what this demon spirit wants to do. And if you don't have my book, Unveiling the Ministry of the Wolf, uh, please get it, because I, I read it this morning. I have a whole chapter dealing with a vagabond spirit. And I've seen so many Christians that now are self-deceived, but running around with a vagabond spirit. And what I mean when I say vagabond spirit, they won't surrender, they won't submit, they won't put roots down. They stay to themselves. They're their own pastor. They're their own God. They're their own authority. Uh, no one can be over them. No one can tell them what to do. And they just kind of move around. When they get hurt or they get upset, they just move around a little more. Uh, that's that same spirit of Cain. Uh, he said, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna do or stay within the parameters that God said. I'm gonna move the ancient landmarks or barriers and I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna live a Christian life that I wanna live. 
I'm, I don't want to sacrifice. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to live a mediocre Christian life. And if God doesn't like it, then that's too bad. That's kind of Cain's heart. Well, we got to get to a point now. Uh-oh, we're out of time. We got to get to a point now where uh, we say we're going to stay within the parameters that God set. And it, 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 Christianity is going to cost you everything. And if someone tells you different, uh, they're lying. It's going to cost you everything. It's going to cost you hard work, determination, uh, self-discipline, uh, and on and on it goes. But that's that seed that was sown uh, against the body of Christ especially is to get us out of a severe believer and get us into a mediocre, do what you want, God's become a weak uh, hippie, friendly, nice, and just going to let you live your own life. That, that That's wrong, my friends. We have a severe enemy. Uh, we have superior weapons. And we have the ability to to wield and use our weapons uh, more so than this demon and demons that we fight. And we've already been deemed the victor. So it's time to not only be armed, but it's time to pull out your weapon and go to battle. Amen. Well, I just speak life over you, blessing over you today. Uh, I just believe that, uh, you know, hope's being restored in you. I don't know. Maybe you ought to get a battle cry and just start let, letting out a battle cry when Satan messes with you and start praying in a, you know, just a, a Holy Ghost charged tongue uh, and just sh- shriek it from the, the, the higher notes of your being and scare off some uh, demonic forces. Well, I love you. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. Until next time, Pastor Rich. RichardSummerlin.com, NewWayChurchFL.com. Wednesday night, uh, we'll be here at 645. We also have a Holy Spirit conference uh, coming up at the end of of this month with Dr. Mark uh, Barclay. So you want to be here for that. Call the church for more information. Until next time, God bless you.